Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is Seth Green. I have the great fortune today to be interviewing Wall Street Journal bestselling author, millions and millions of followers on social media, disrupting the fitness industry, among many other industries, Dr. John J. Quish. Dr. J., thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, man. It's good to see you. It is our pleasure to have you here. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Uh, yeah, this was this was really like, a, not at all how anybody would expect. So um, people ask how long have I been in the fitness industry? And I say, I've never been in the fitness industry. Uh, so my, my entrance into life sciences was developing a osteoporosis medical device for, to treat my mother because my mother was diagnosed with osteoporosis and she was young. It was like, it, it didn't, it didn't kind of make sense that, uh, that she had this issue. I mean, now, now that I know more about nutrition, it was pretty much caused by the shitty nutrition that most Americans eat. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to be fixing that problem anytime soon with the White House telling you frosted mini wheats are the healthiest food you can eat. Uh, you know, which is just a complete lie. Um, so my, my mother, she was diagnosed with osteoporosis. And then she looked at the side effects and the medications. And I did too. And she was really depressed because she said, basically, you know, I'm, I'm at risk of fracture and I'll like never be healthy again, according to this. And I said, well, would you give me a chance to maybe create something that'll work better than these, these drugs? And she said, sure. Like, if you can think of something. No, I was not a doctor of biomedical engineering yet. Uh, in fact, I did my PhD after inventing the product. So what, uh, what I, what I did was just started reading about like what population, if any, has the highest bone density. And it was obvious. It was gymnasts, like very high bone density. They also have high fracture rates because you know, sometimes when they dismount from the uneven bars, it's 10 times their body weight through, uh, their lower extremities. So, um, I ended up fully developing the product. Um, it's a medical device. It goes in OsteoStrong clinics. It's a franchise clinic model. The equipment's about $300,000. Uh, 
and and that's why though you can have it in your house and you don't mind paying that fee uh most people would choose to do it at a at a clinic um and there's two uh, 260 clinics in 12 different countries and that's called osteostrom that so, is absolutely incredible i mean we could yeah. have a whole podcast just on the growth of that how did your partnership with tony robbins come about he called me yeah, I, I think that sometimes when people want like a great contact, they think like, all I need is a guy like Tony Robbins and will really put our company on the map. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works. You need the, the, the evangelists, the, the media personalities, you need them to come to you. Like every, every great celebrity and athlete, I didn't pitch them on anything. They came to me. And you know, I work with about 40 uh, Olympians, uh, basketball players, the entire Miami Heat uh, basketball team, uh, a few bodybuilders. I try and stay away from drug enhanced athletes, but you know, I mean, they're there and you know, they're, they're willing to listen because bodybuilding does have a, a following. So I don't, I don't completely ignore it, though the fans of bodybuilding are some of the worst people you could ever imagine. Um, yeah, it's just like a stereotype of like the dumbest human being who happens to be a weightlifter and hang out, you know, in the gym. Like that's like a negative stereotype, right? Yeah, uh, it exists for a reason. How did you go the lowest from- intelligence I've ever come across. So, um, and, and that's interesting because the next part of the story is I went from being this uh, medical device developer and uh, you know, I'd be stopped in the airport by little old ladies who'd say, you saved my life. Uh, it went from that to I launched a fitness product. And, and the, the thing about OsteoStrong was all I'd have to do is talk to the referring physicians. If they'd give me five minutes, they would refer because they they understand how it works and they'd say, oh, that is uh, a much better initial approach. Uh, because, you know, if you get the body to fix itself, you don't have to deal with any of the side effects of pharmaceuticals and the side effects are horrible. And so, yeah, they, they're all about the physical medicine approach. Uh, but then, you know, when I launched this, this fitness product, X3, that's uh, probably what I'm known to the non little old lady public for uh and it's really weird there's two groups of people that approach me at airports it's like young strong guys and little old ladies and everybody in between is kind of like who is this guy uh so so i go to launch a fitness product the problem is it doesn't matter how much scientific evidence you have because most people especially fit like kind of fitness fans they they'll never be able to read an academic study I mean, if you held a gun to their head, they couldn't do it. You'd have to kill them. So, um, yeah, that was that was a big surprise. So I pivoted a little bit. What inspired but, the pivot from OsteoStrong to the X3 fitness device? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just decided to jump into a completely different industry, but treat that industry, and, and this ended up being a successful strategy, treat that industry like it was medicine. And uh, I just had to make a few tweaks, really. Instead of talking to doctors, we, we changed who we were targeting to just smarter people. 
you know, when somebody's like, I'm a bodybuilder and I don't understand, you know, what you're offering. If they ask politely, I'll give them, I'll give them everything they need. But if they're rude, if they're like, you know, there's no way your stupid thing works. Like there's no way a person that's of your level of intelligence would ever understand it anyway. So go to the gym. Good luck. Now, irony is 99% of people that go into gyms never change anything. Like they're just as fat, if not fatter. They're just as non-muscular. If, uh, if not, you know, they've lost muscle, especially if they're doing like cardio. Yeah. So like, like there's nothing but stupid answers in the fitness industry that for the most part are oversimplifications and oversimplification is another word for wrong uh, or just blatantly wrong because that's just what's been said. You know, somebody had a theory, uh, even, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got to confuse the muscle. No, you don't. You don't have to change exercises. They, in fact, you'll do worse. So he was just wrong and he made that shit up. That was just his own idea. So, and that's fine. There's nothing, nothing wrong with coming up with a theory. And then once that theory is tested, you learn something. But even though the theory has been tested and is proven, that'll never make it into the bodybuilding community because nobody in that community is capable of understanding anything scientific, anything. Why does the X3, which is, you know, a complete home gym system, yeah. why does it work so much better? I mean, somebody might look at one of those folks that you mentioned, their intelligence yeah. level might look at it and say, well, I got resistance bands. What do I need this for? Why does yours work so much better than not only just regular resistance bands, but why does it work better than so many of the other much more expensive home gym systems on the market? Yeah, the answer to the other resistance bands resistance bands have been around a long time and they've never succeeded as, as like the main thing in a, in a strength training program, but they've done really well in rehab. And the reason is in rehab, you're dealing with lightweight and you're not twisting your joints. You're trying to get to a very specific, like outward rotation, for example, like movement pattern where you want to engage the musculature around certain tendons and ligaments to make sure there's blood flow going in the direction of those tendons and ligaments and you're uh, eliciting recovery from maybe shoulder surgery, it's just an example. But as soon as you get the bands heavy enough to be relevant to strength training, like if I throw a band around my back and go to do a push-up, my wrist is being twisted outwardly because the band is trying to be a circle and that'll destroy your joints even worse than weights will. So, yeah, there's, there's no point. You got a band by itself. You can't do shit with it until you create a platform. You have a platform to stand on that the bands can move freely underneath. <clears throat> and you have an Olympic bar that rotates with the band. And unless you have those two things, you got nothing. Uh, now, you can still set up weights to do this, like in a weight room. Um, yeah, I, I know. And like, you know, bodybuilders, I, I don't want them to be my customers. They're too dumb. Uh, not, not all, by the way. There's some people in the bodybuilding industry that are amazing. But I, I'm talking just the market in general. Like, I don't want those people. But you can go to the gym. You can put chains on the end of bars. But you also, <laughs> the problem with adding chains and doing your own variable resistance 
is you have to understand the difference between the weak and strong range. Uh, you have to understand the ratio of sort of weak to strong and how dramatic that needs to be. And you also need to be able to be weighing what you're doing so you can understand that you're trying to create a, a difference in range of motion, uh, like a, a, a large ratio difference. And just the words I said right there, like most people in fitness, it's just like, I don't have any idea what the fuck this guy just said. So they just can't, but whatever. I mean, like you can only save so many people. Very true. You wrote a Wall Street Journal bestselling book called Weightlifting is a Waste of Time. Right here. There it is. There it is. And I'll tell you, I'll sign me up because it says your tra training approach has been seen to put on 20 pounds of muscle on drug-free lifters um, in six months. In, in six months, right. That yeah. is absolutely incredible. What inspired you to write the book? Uh, well, I developed the X3. And after pivoting to busy professionals, just looking for a smarter audience, it exploded. It totally took off. And by the way, there's a lot more busy professionals than there are wannabe bodybuilders. So, uh, yeah, it was just like, like, they're just an annoyance. Like anything fitness related, they're trying to find and comment on, but their contribution is worth less than zero. Uh, so, you know, I mean, they, they kind of, they're just there. Uh, you know, I just, it's sort of like, you know, joining a country club that's next to a landfill. It's just like, every time you're playing golf, you just look at the landfill and you're like, no wonder the dudes here are cheap. Uh, so yeah, the, um, you, what the hell did you just ask me? I asked you what inspired you to write the book. Oh, thanks, Seth. Um, yeah. <laughs> so sorry I to interrupt so, the uh, rant, but <laughs> I already had. Yeah, I, I, I do sometimes get on a rant. So I, I already had the like the ultimate strength training device, and it was like, unless you bought into the marketing, you'd never give it a chance. And so I, I realized I'd get a broader audience if I just justified everything I did and told the story from my mother from the very beginning. And, you know, once realizing that these little old ladies were putting nine times their body weight through their lower extremities, it's just like, how is that possible? Well, they're isolating the range of motion that you would naturally absorb high impact force. And then I want to look at that. It's like humans are incredibly powerful yet the way we exercise is completely different like it doesn't leverage our actual capabilities hardly at all and i thought wow i'm looking at this data and i'm sort of looking at the biomechanics of these lifts and it's like well no wonder nobody gets results when they go into the gym or only one percent of people actually start to grow muscle and change like this approach is horrible which is why i named the book weightlifting is a waste of time it is Here's the difference between like, did you go to go to high school with anybody who was like, went into the NFL? Uh, college, yes, not high school. Okay. So I had a good friend in high school and we were in the gym the same hours. Like we did the same workout. 
we ate the same stuff. We hung out from time to time. And so he was doing all the same stuff I was doing. This guy was gaining muscle. So like by the time he was a sophomore, he looked like he was 25 and in the NFL already. Like it was, he was just a monster. And he was about my same height, maybe a little inch shorter. And I just, I just kind of like this guy and like, I wasn't putting on anything. And it's like, what, what's different about you? And he says, I have no idea. Like, I'm just doing what the coach is telling me. I grow, nobody else does. Um, so, you know, at first I was like, well, he's lucky. And I said, you know, someday I'm going to answer this question. I want to find out why. Cause like I kept lifting, it didn't do anything. Um, when I went to undergrad, I played rugby because wasn't big enough to play football. Uh, and um, that's when I started having ideas on this order, but didn't do anything until building the, uh, the medical device. Because, you know, being a first time person, this is probably the most important thing to talk about for your audience. Being the guy who's like, I'm going to create something unlike anything anyone's ever seen before. And then I'm going to disrupt an industry. Like you got to know, as Tony Robbins told me, you are amazing at getting arrows stuck in your back. (laughs) Because like, I mean, I don't think anyone is more insulted, like insults come in my direction, uh, like all the time. Uh, I mean, it's mostly from, from these kind of bodybuilding wannabes and, you know, like I see a guy walking down the street with a sideways hat and I'm like, I bet you that guy's going to say some shit to me. <laughs> and sure enough, sideways hat's a giveaway. Um, so I just, um, yeah, it, it, it is one of those things where you're going to get fucking beat on. But they're beating on you because if you're right and you do change the world, they're going to be so furious and jealous because they see you're the most envied person because they see you going from creating something amazing out of absolutely nothing. Like nobody's jealous of the guy who gets a great job with an investment. Well, yeah, a lot of people are, but not as many people. If somebody goes into investment banking and they have a couple of great years and they're, you know, live in a great place, driving a great car kind of thing. It's like people will, they won't like that person. They'll be very jealous, but it's like, yeah, I mean, you got a great job, you know, good for him, I guess. You know, I wish it were me instead, but you know, that kind of thing. But when it comes to the entrepreneur that's actually doing something that's never been done before, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that you know, like they're going to start a company that's going to build uh, apps for tracking your calendar or whatever. It's like, okay, hardly the first time that's happened. Doesn't mean you won't succeed if you come up with something better. But what I'm talking about is, and now I've done it two times, created something that was like, what the fuck is that? I've never seen anything like that. And this guy says it works better than any other approach. Like, their initial reaction is if this guy is right, he's probably going to make a couple hundred million dollars and I fucking hate him. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's life. I have really found out who my friends are, uh, you know, based, based on success. Like, 
like the amount of people who you think are totally on your team. And then all of a sudden you realize are just like shivering with jealousy. The second you, you leave the room, like you can't be friends with those people. This is why, this is why uh, a lot of successful people are really, they're, they're always at like some private club. You know, they don't, they don't go like Dick Cheney doesn't go to Applebee's <laughs> and, you know, chat it up with the, uh, you know, the local, local people, even though he's kind of a blue collar guy. Like he's like, he's like a very down to earth regular guy, but he doesn't, he can't do that. So, you know, that means he's probably going to be at the Pacific union club or some other place where the regular public just can't bother him. Yeah. Well, your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Really dramatically improving people's lives. I, I know a lot of people in health say that, but I think most of them are not really helping anything because like, I, it's like, I don't know who your patients are, but like, you know, if you're a physician prescribing statins, you're really not helping anyone. You're probably creating more problems than you're solving. Um, I mean, people say, oh, I love helping people, but are you helping people? So I'm actually helping people. I still get approached by little old ladies who are like, my bone density is, you know, back to the level of a 30 year old. I can go do anything. I don't have to worry about fractures. I can play with my grandkids. Like that's, that's the best thing. And you know, with X3, it's like, I know what it feels like to be like a skinny kid. I it's hard to believe looking at you now. I've been trying to put on muscle mass for decades with no result, with, with no, with nowhere near the results I want. This will change everything. Like what is in this book? It's just a style of training, variable resistance. And then the only other thing you got to keep in mind is you need enough quality protein. Uh, and that's the only thing that counts, by the way. Carbohydrates don't do anything to build muscle ever. Uh, they hydrate muscle. That's about it. And you only need about 15 grams a day, which is. Wow. I mean, that's so contrarian to everything I've read for years. Well, we're going to run out of time. I apologize. Yeah. Dr. Mm. J, my God, thank you so much for such an incredible interview. Check out Dr. J at drj.com or jquish biomedical. Dr. J, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.